Welcome to First Gen, a podcast by the University of Michigan First Generation Engineers. On our podcast, we discuss topics ranging from first-gen student life, grad school, and the corporate world. I'm Angela. I'm Johnny. And I'm Michael. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about navigating college as a first-generation engineer. And as first-generation students, students may tackle different struggles and challenges, including academic, professional, and financial hardships. For example, academically, students have less access to college resources and college-level high school courses, thus having less transfer credit in college. Um, They also tend to have lower GPAs compared to their non-first-gen counterparts. Professionally, first-generation students may lack the professional network or resources that are more readily available to their peers. And this is known as social capital in academic research. As a result of these socioeconomic factors, it may be difficult to break into the professional industry and receive that first opportunity as a first-generation engineer. Finally, in terms of the financial demographics, uh, first-generation students have a median parental income of $41,000, whereas continuing-generation students have a median parental income of $90,000, which is a very large gap in terms of their income. Yeah, so you can definitely, I mean, the the people that like I know that are first-gen, and I'm sure that both of you guys know that are first-gen, like the, there's a very large demographic cross-section between like low income and first gen um, that I think that you can really see a lot. And a lot of our, our resources through the organization are really aimed at trying to mitigate that difference that a lot of students, uh, that a lot of students see. Well, students of first generation backgrounds typically opt in for uh, a job, whereas continuing students uh, would not have to worry about uh, finances. Um. I had a I had a friend in freshman year that like came in with like sixty credits, and I was like, "How did you? How is that even possible? Like you're like she was like, "Oh, I'm basically a junior standing because I have so many credits." And I just like, "What do you do?" Those like you're basically done once you have that many credits. That probably like helps you. It definitely helps you graduate faster, and it means you like if you're interested in going to grad school, it'll also help you get to that faster and I think one like minor thing you also want to think about is like the more credits you have the earlier your registration date is and so you can have better classes like better professors like your your choice of courses your choice of professors like what times you want to go to places because you like like waking up at eight versus go to class at like like I don't know like one that's a big performance difference for me personally. Yeah, man, I, I got to register like as a grad student, like way before any of the undergrads for for uh, one of these like optics classes I took and I had to get on the wait list. I was like number two on the wait list for this class. It was absolutely incredible. There's also like, there's only a certain amount of upper level, like there's a couple upper level CS classes that everyone wants to get mm-hmm. into. And they're all like really amazing classes, but only like a certain amount of people can get into them. And it's always the same people. Yeah. Right, so that's why um, I, I believe that's a really big issue uh, that needs solving in terms of the more administrative uh, end of the university. Yeah. Right, like that, that's just not, that's also just like an EECS issue. Yeah, I think it is <laughs> yeah. pretty or, original to, to EECS. Hasn't EECS increased like 20% in the last two years or something? I saw something about the enrollment, yeah, something ridiculous. They're, they're exploding. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I guess I'll talk now about my own first-gen story, and then Angela and Johnny can go after me and kind of talk about their own thing. Um, 
So uh, I'm from Northville, Michigan. I went to a high school there, um, pretty big high school, 2,400 students, I think, something like that, at least when I graduated. Um, uh, neither of my parents uh, went to college, obviously. Um, it was fairly low income growing up. Um, and then, yeah, so I barely graduated high school myself. I had like a 2.02 or something. Uh, coming out of high school. Um, I got a good score on my ACT because I studied and uh, I went to uh, Wayne State University for a year, which is kind of a bad university in Detroit. Um, and then I ended up transferring to Case Western Reserve in, in Cleveland. And um, when I was there, there were not any like first-gen groups, at least any first-gen groups that I was aware of. And um, I kind of went out of my way to go out um, and try and join and, and experience um, uh, student organizations because I figured that I went to a new city in a different state. I needed to make new friends and everything. So I reached out a lot, especially my first year, and I didn't see anything like that. I really didn't even know um, first gen was kind of a an identity. Um, and I think that that's part of what makes me really passionate about this group now that I'm in grad school at Michigan. Um, is that if that if an organization like this had existed when I was an undergrad, I think that my transfer from high school to university would have gone much better. Um, and I think that I would have had a much better kind of a feeling of purpose or a greater feeling of purpose within a greater community and um, really felt a lot more connected to my peers that were first gen because I ended up meeting a ton of first gen uh, students, even in my undergrad at Case, but not through a program. And, and uh, I think that um, the opportunities that we create are something that are really through this organization are something that are uh, really important to me. And I think that um, really help a lot of students out. So I'm really thankful to, to uh, be a part of this group and be able to interact with uh, all these students. It's awesome. So for me, I live in New York City and I went to Stuyvesant High School and both New York and Stuy had a has a very large Asian population or like also immigrant population and being first gen was not something that I thought about often because everyone was kind of in the same boat with me and it just never came up like that that difference never came up um it was only in college that I really started to think about it where I saw other people that are not first gen or even like during the college application process when people had legacy to different schools and I like started being more aware of my situation or my family immigrated from China and they, I, I don't even know how high of education they got in China because we also grew up in rural China. So like my parents were like farmers <laughs> um, and my, my brother immigrated here when he was 13 and then he went to a local high school and he like couldn't keep, uh, he didn't graduate. Um, so I'm the only one in my family that has graduated high school and is going to college. And that's something that like really impacts me and my my decisions in my life and what my plans are for the future um even now like as i'm going to college i'm still thinking about how i may have to support my family in the future considering that my brother doesn't have like a super stable job or like doesn't have like super high income and i would be the one that might have to like support both my parents and maybe possibly even him in the future and it definitely impacts my my career decisions as well, like choosing a major, like I like need to have something that's profitable or else like what am I going to college for? Like I, I'm going to college to have a better life, to get more money essentially. Yeah, so 
my parents are have immigrated from China and uh, my mom did graduate high school, uh, but was not able to pursue a college degree. And my father was actually did not um, graduate at all from middle school. He didn't complete his middle school education uh, since my grandpa died pretty when he was pretty young. And so being able to one finish high school and um, hopefully and pursuing my college degree is very important uh, for my family since they never had the opportunity to. And I went to Brooklyn Technical High School in Brooklyn, New York, and that was a very STEM slash engineering based uh, or focused high school. And I majored in mechatronics and robotics. Coming to Michigan, I, well, even deciding my, on my college, it was between City College and the University of Michigan. And I eventually chose Michigan. And to, I think to this day, sometimes I do uh, reflect whether or not I did make the right decision just because I had been accepted to the Macaulay Honors Program, which is tuition free um, versus Michigan, where I do have to pay out of state tuition, um, with, granted with a engineering scholarship, um, but just being away from home and comparing you know, what the cost of that opportunity was um, compared to Michigan, um, there it's, it's a decision that does uh, always come back to me, but now, regardless, I always persevere and uh, try to stick with uh, what decisions I have made. I think like I have made the right decision. Um, you just never know. And I, I am grateful to have attended um, U of M. Being a first gen is hard. It comes with its own struggles. And we, the point of first gen engine is to kind of help you through that. And with that, we want to give you some advice for the future. So for the freshmen that are just coming in, my advice for you is to not be overwhelmed. Like a lot of stuff is happening. It's a new environment. You might be in a new like state or a new campus. Just don't be overwhelmed. Take, thing, take things at your own pace. Don't compare yourself to other people and say like, oh, they're already like so well accomplished. Like don't do that. It's like only gonna harm yourself, but also, and at the same time, remember to challenge yourself. You're, you are, um, being in college is a challenge already, but always remember to bring yourself out of your comfort zone. Don't forget that you're attending a top university in the United States. That leads me to my advice. And my advice is not everyone starts on the same starting line. Be proud of your accomplishments, regardless of your peers. Uh... <laughs> I guess my my advice would be to uh, to have really lofty goals, uh, uh, really aim really high, and do everything you can to be as forthright and aggressive about achieving those goals as you possibly can. And you shouldn't, um, I think, like Johnny and Angela have kind of um, said. Also, you shouldn't be overwhelmed. Um, and uh, you know, you're going to a really great university, um, especially like you incoming freshmen. Um, I mean. I think, like I said earlier, like I barely graduated high school. Like all of you probably have like double my GPA coming out of high school, like nominally two times the GPA ahead coming out of high school. Like all of you should be um, really proud of your proud of your accomplishments. And even if you feel like you've fallen behind, you can always come back. So that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to follow us on LinkedIn and Instagram. Mm -hmm.